0: It's game day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata.
1: We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Double header mailbag. Thank you again for sending your questions. You can follow at LNDS Patterson, Bengals underscore Sands, and we'll go ahead and get to it right now. Darian says, Who do you think play better at right tackle? Adeniji or Carmen? Why do you think Adenogy is not getting shot
0: who do i think would be better like this yeah. year yeah Between carmen, the two has, carmen hasn't played right tackle Ugh. that is just something that we'll have to see the, my my concern is i thought carmen was better at left tackle than adenji was at right tackle but that change isn't always easy i always think of it like switch hitting in baseball better chance that the guy can do it than switch hitting but switch hitting switching baseball where some guys can just do it they could just flip everything different hand on top different leg in the front step in different everything like that and they're fine they just they're still hitting they're still able to maybe they have a preference but they can easy just like that and some guys just don't they they just can't move over and You know, the flip doesn't make sense to them. And they've practiced their whole life going the other way. It changes which leg are you driving off of? Which leg are you kicking with? And your hands are different. Everything's different, especially in the pass game. So I I just like to see it first before I try to give a definitive answer there. I will Mm -hmm. say I think this coaching staff and Pollock like identity more than this fan base does. I would not be surprised if he makes the team um and i wouldn't even be that surprised i wouldn't be that surprised if he does win over carmen for let's say jonah wins the right tackle job and he's the backup right tackle and carmen's the backup left tackle i wouldn't even be that surprised there until collins is healthy and then collins would take that job most likely but yeah all that uh said and and let's not forget deneji did have some fine games um early on Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's I know there's there. that one. I didn't think he was terrible in the Patriots when he came in. I thought I thought he wasn't even, I don't know, wasn't even the third worst offensive lineman in mm-hmm. the uh, season-ending game against the Ravens. And then the playoffs, he kind of fell apart, and mm-hmm. just is what it is, happened. It wasn't a disaster in the Bills game. Like, no, none of the offensive linemen were. No, they we're all played, right. they all dominated. It was the Great Wall of Cincinnati that game.
1: I will never forget that game. How, unbelievable. Talking about offensive line all week. Don't you remember those conversations? Cincinnati's oh, yeah. all this offensive line. Greg Rousseau was getting
0: all this hype of some dominant defensive lineman. I didn't hear anything from him
1: at all. And Oliver then the snow, start- the snow coming down was just the production of it was crazy. And Joe Burrow's on the sideline. And I'm like, oh no, this is a lot of snow. Will they be able to play in it? And yes, Karis got answer. hurt
0: in the middle of the game and still dominated. Yeah, that was a that was a great performance from them. And then they all were bad against Kansas City. It was just oof. Uh So yeah, I wouldn't count Adeniji out of the competition entirely. I don't think he wins the starting battle, but I would be shocked. But I, I will say that it is like a five maybe ten percent chance that happens like it if neither one of the other guys can move to right tackle well because jonah hasn't played there since the obama administration and carmen hasn't played there in his life as far as i know so it's it could be an energy i think that's the disaster scenario that Bengals fans will like they're gonna lose it if that happens um but he is the guy that you know can play right tackle. Can he play it well for a long period of time? I think that's been proven no. But can he play it well for a game? Maybe. <laughs> and uh, you're, you're probably hoping that somebody else wins that job just because higher ceiling, higher chance that they are a great player. But th- that is all my thoughts on It's just I think the coaching staff and Frank Pollock and all these guys, they like him more than the fan base does. And while I would be shocked if he wins the battle entirely, I think he's in the mix
1: look, there are worse people you could have as a backup and maybe even a backup backup than Hakeem and then a G. and, and look, I agree with you. I do think the coaching staff is a little more on Hakeem Adeniji versus the fans. Um, you know, they look back at those games. You can look at the super bowl. You can look at the AFC championship game. And you're like, Oh my goodness. Why is he out there? Of course you want an upgrade. Of course. I don't want Hakeem Adeniji starting. I just don't on the offensive line, but I'm not down on him. I still feel like there's, de- he can develop with Frank Pollock having other guys in this offensive line room for another year is going to be really helpful for him. And I, I, I would actually, I'll say this is kind of a hot take, unless everybody they feel is health, healthy and training camp goes well. When it comes to clearance, they feel good about Jackson Carmen. Maybe Lyle Collins is ahead of the game more than we even think, um, which I don't. I think the smart thing to do is not rush him and let him fully get healthy. Uh, one thing he wasn't able to do last year, and I, I, I guess I'd be a little shocked if Hakeem doesn't make the team as a backup.
0: I kind of vegan. agree with that. Um, yeah. Not shocked, surprised. I'd be surprised if he doesn't make it. I wouldn't be shocked if he gets cut, but I would be surprised just because if Cody Ford steals that job, he steals that job. Mm-hmm. I think only one of those two is going to make the team. I don't think both do.
1: How do you feel about Cody Ford?
0: I mean, I've not great based off of everything I see, but I've never actually watched him. At, well, I can't say never. I haven't watched him in the past like two years. And he has been bouncing around. He basically got cut, but it was like a trade thing to the Cardinals. And then he wasn't pushing at all to play for the Cardinals offensive line, which is giant red flag. Because the Cardinals offensive line is named two Cardinals offensive linemen <laughs> type situation. <No>.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, Paris Johnson.
0: Paris <laughs> Johnson, yeah, I guess he's there. And uh, well, the other one I can think of is the left tackle. So. <laughs> We, we move. Um, but like last year, it, it, hard to name those guys. They weren't very good, and he wasn't really pushing the start there. I think Joe Goodberry's looked at a lot of the, the pro football focus data, and it has basically said he's been pretty darn bad. Um, that is just all of that. Considered, could this be the place he finds home and plays well? I hope all these guys do well i and i haven't watched him personally i don't know why he struggles or anything like that i know he's a high pick and the bills gave up and then he went to the cardinals they didn't go and start there and make a big impact so and then he signs league minimum money with the Bengals. it it's not it's not a career that i think most people would look at right now and go well yeah he's gonna push for that right tackle job it's like somebody would have to believe in him by now which Maybe this is where he changes it, though. Maybe this is the big turnaround.
1: It was – you can correct me if I'm wrong. I felt like his signing was a few days after Orlando Brown. And Orlando Brown obviously has experience with him um, and just being familiar with him. So maybe that will help him a little bit. Oh, they played
0: Oklahoma together.
1: Yeah. So i think that that could possibly help that maybe there was a little voice of like orlena brown saying you know what bring him in let's see what happens he can be a backup he can be someone who you know he can mentor just see what he does on the offensive line um obviously we're we're talking about the right side of the ball but i just i don't know we'll see i i the biggest thing for me put the best guys out there and put Mm -hmm. the best guys as your depth piece who are available on the roster and then you get rid of the rest um we've said it before numerous times everybody remembers what happened at the end of both of the last two seasons and offensive line depth was an extreme problem and it still terrifies me, but I just want Joe Burrow to have a legit offensive line. And and I I still am not down on last year's offensive line. I thought it was fine for the majority of regular season, but if it can be even better then fantastic for Joe Burrow in this offense. So we'll stay with offensive line and Orlando Brown, Tyree's length. I'm not going to read the rest of it. Um, Is Orlando Brown going to be either a, Bad, B, the worst tackle in the division, C the worst tackle in the league, D, good enough to block for 1.5 seconds every play. Uh, That sounded really negative.
0: Yeah, I don't think that was a a nice question. Um, I I don't think he's the worst tackle in the league. I don't think he's the worst tackle on the team. I don't think he's the worst tackle in the AFC North because he's not the worst tackle on the team. And I think he's better than both the guys the Browns are putting out there. Um, and the guys the Steelers are putting out there, so I think he's also better than the Ravens' right tackle. I think it, I, I do think the Ravens' left tackle, Ronnie Stanley, he might be better, but uh, yeah, that was not, you know not very glowing. He's, he's a Raiders
1: fan, I don't know the connection to Orlando, why <laughs> like he's upset Chiefs, about Orlando. Chiefs.
0: Maybe it was, he doesn't like him from the Chiefs days
1: maybe that's it. You would think he'd be all for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, but, uh, but no, no. Cause I mean, I
0: will say, I, I guess D right. Cause he can block for one and a half seconds. That doesn't mean he stops at one and a half, two and a half, three. That's what you're asking for.
1: Where that guy came from on Twitter. Uh, sorry. I normally like to get to some other questions, but <laughs> it was the next one that I saw when I was scrolling down. So I apologize in advance Bengals fans. Um, Brandon says, would you rather move on from Higgins after the season and get a return while you still can or let his deal run out and either extend or franchise tag him but risk getting only a comp pick in return? Allocating $100 million to three players will be challenging if they do extend him.
0: Yeah, whatever. Extend him. Blue chip player. Yeah,
1: 100%. I just, I'm
0: just, i not worried about it. I, teams have done this since forever. Peyton Manning, Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison – Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce, Kurt Warner, uh, Larry Fitzgerald and Quan Bolden. Well, Kurt Warner, <laughs> whoever they had at quarterback, I guess that, that one, they didn't have the quarterback to worry about so much, but I mean, team's done this forever. Why aren't teams asking us about Tyree kill and Jalen model all the time?
1: Because you could do the Eagles.
0: Yeah. Do Devontae the Eagles. Smith, AJ Brown, Jalen hurts. It's like, it,
1: you don't hear it. Yeah.
0: It, it feels like it's just, a, I mean, This could just be me you know where where am i i am in Bengals circle yeah same but (laughs) i I never see teams question the eagles or the dolphins or any other great wide receiver group that is going to cost a ton of ton of money and asking like well they can't afford that and like we all live under the same cap and to me the Bengals sold the rights the naming rights to absolutely everything just for this scenario they want to be able to pay all these guys so i would reject both those and just extend them 100 mil to those three guys sure whatever i don't care (laughs) like that's gonna work that's gonna be what makes the team the best
1: i would say t higgins three-year deal around 24 million dollars a year
0: three-year extension basically a four-year deal i guess is what my mind is
1: so it'd be yeah four-year deal because you'd be counting the season Mm But, um I would say 25, 25 or 24 million 24 would be what I'd really like to do but if you have to go to 25 go to 25 million what's well, another million
0: I'm, I'm also not going to lose him over a million dollars if he's yeah. asking for 30 then then I guess you could go into these scenarios think. but I don't think he is because I don't think no. and I also don't think teams are I don't think I think jamar
1: in. will have that if jamar yes, you know, if
0: push like, for 30 plus he, um, he
1: and that's why Justin Jefferson is like look I'll wait if you want me to and then go into next year and he's going to be making he will be the highest paid wide receiver but then jamar could just go right back at him and say look what i did especially jamar continues to play like jamar chase which Mm -hmm. i have no doubt that he will that he that he won't be the jamar chase and
0: everything coming from the Bengals camp on this matter seems to be more towards extending him rather than that they can't figure this out and what burrow keeps saying and trying to push for is to extend him extend T Higgins rather than let him go. But if it's me also, if I do take into account, let's say T Higgins wants $30 million a year and you you can't pay it because it's 5 million more than what you want to pay rather than just 1 million. Okay. I would rather lose him for nothing basically and franchise tag him and franchise tag him again. I would franchise tag him twice. Oh, 100%. I would feel bad for him. But uh, as long as he's not going to hold out, like seriously hold out and miss out on his big extension the following year, I would go for that. At least franchise tag him the one time, and then maybe you could tag and trade or do something like that. But yeah, I, I'm i keeping him. I'm not trading him and trying to figure that out just because this is the biggest the Super Bowl window will probably get. Nobody's yeah. paid. So, keep your guy rather than trade him away and lose some of the Super Bowl window. But, ooh, maybe we get a first round pick back. What are the you odds your first round pick's better than T. Higgins?
1: You do not know what that pick's going to look like. And if you see a lot of the redrafts, I know it's a lot of fun and we're just kind of in that mode over on NFL Twitter, but he's a top 10 wide receiver in the first round of the redraft. A lot of teams would have taken T. Higgins. You could even say, I mean, maybe if I wanted to go 15, but he was going to go in the first round if they could do a redraft. Yeah, top 10. Um, top 10. That's okay mm-hmm. to say because I was going to. I said that at first, and I was like, mm, okay, top 10, mm-hmm. not out there. I think okay, top great. 10. Yeah, Justin Jefferson goes first, and then he goes next.
0: As the next wide receiver in that draft class, uh, mm-hmm. it'd be he would be fighting C.D. Lamb, right? I'll fight him. I would take T over C D Lamb, I don't know. Yes. Maybe that's my homer nice. opinion.
1: No, I'm, I am 100% would. Um, it, it, I, he's a number one receiver on a lot of NFL teams. He's the number one receiver on this roster. They just have two of them. I agree with you. And I think in that situation, there's just too much optimistic talk you hear from Duke Tobin, who didn't have to say what he said at the combine. He was like, why would we make another team better? We're not out there to make other teams better. And hearing the front office here, if Joe Burrow wants something to happen, you know what that front office is going to do? They're going to listen to their franchise quarterback who they're about to extend. We don't know how long the extension is going to be, but it's going to be a nice little lengthy, uh, pretty much what we're more than likely seeing around the league. Maybe it's similar to Jalen Hurts as far as the years, or or maybe it's an extra year longer. We'll see what happens there. But at the same time, I do feel Joe Burrow, T Higgins, Jamar Chase, They're your core on your offense. Like you mentioned, this is your Super Bowl window. It is wide open. Your team has been to two back-to-back ABC championships. Your offense is legit, and it really feels like it's just getting started. Yes, you want T. Higgins on this roster, and you're gonna do everything you can. You mentioned it, I'll make this quick, because we're running a little over. They sell the naming rights, something that I never thought the Brown family would ever do. They sold them, and that money is going to an extension. You know who's coming to town next week? Taylor Swift. You know how much money that they'll get from a little bit of a Taylor Swift concert? Two days? Let's go on to them. You know how much money they make from winning? There's a there's a list to get on the season ticket holder. it's a waiting list. You can't even get on. The stadium's full. That's good money. That's revenue. They are making money by winning. This is all good things. And what they're their sponsorships everywhere. Adding Skyline, I'm sure that's huge in a sponsorship window. They also um, sold the
0: naming rights of the practice facility, the indoor one.
1: Everything. Everything and you should. You should sell everything right now, because this I'm is- where sure the escalator
0: this is, are sponsored by somebody.
1: You know what? It's been working. Every time I look over there, the escalator's working just fine. Maybe they got a brand new one. I don't know. It looks to be moving a little faster, too. To be completely honest. <laughs> that's
0: because right. it's paid core escalators now. <laughs>
1: yes. No, but I mean, there's a reason they're doing all that stuff. It makes sense, and there was a reason they did it before going into this offseason. They're thinking ahead, um, and this is a really good time to do it. So, no, I'm, I'm honestly- I. I think it's going to happen, and I think everybody needs to be a little patient. Um, I don't see anything happening over the next few weeks. I think it's going to be a training camp thing, so we'll see. Before the season starts, we will hear good news from the Bengals front office. Um, I do feel that way. But your questions are really great. Sorry for rambling a little little more on the, on the T. Higgins topic, but, yeah, I think that's silly. I think you bring up a good point around the league other teams should be getting those same questions when it comes to their star receivers, their star offensive players. I
0: actually don't think they should. I I feel like we get so upset. No, they should because the Bengals are, but I don't think you should be questioning any of these teams' ability to pay their studs. Like teams pay their studs. Who's the best wide receiver that hits free agency at like 25 years old? (laughs) It's it's not T Higgins, Devonta Smith, uh, Jalen Waddle types. It's... Jacoby Myers, Christian Kirk types.
1: Yeah, that's a wild market. That's an absolutely wild market. But yeah, it's it's and the thing is, the salary cap's only going to go up. Mm-hmm. So I would rather sign T Higgins this off season. Then you worry about the the future of your franchise tag him, and then you figure another. You, you don't want to waste any time. Go ahead and get it done. I'd say the same thing about the line. I know it's kind of off topic because it's defense, but same thing for Logan Wilson, your linebacker market. Go ahead and get it done this offseason. If you want to bring Logan Wilson back, which he's a big part of this defense. Um, I know they have Jermaine Pratt, but that's how I'm feeling. feels like that's how you're feeling. Yes. Bring T Higgins back. Jamar Chase next year. Joe Burrow this offseason. We'll see what happens. Uh, you're on a break right now over on all Bengals. Pretty quiet period over there. Nothing nothing coming up anytime soon over the next few weeks. Nah. <laughs> that's okay. But you know what you should do? Go check out all Bengals. You can follow Mike on Bengals underscore Sands. Brent Nolman, he's actually one of my favorites over on the NFL film breakdown world outside of Bengals Sands. He has a really good video breakdown of the Cincinnati Bengals. Highly recommend going and watching that. He put it out today uh, when it comes to other Bengals content. And uh, we'll be back next week on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.